The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and our topic this week is cancer prevention. And Percy, we often talk about cancer treatment. I'm looking forward to talking about prevention here today. Well, I'm often asked when I'm on the road and speaking, you know, what can we do to potentially prevent cancer? And that's a very wide conversation and broad conversation. And there's still a lot of things that are being debated on what can actually be done. And we're going to talk about some things that we think uh, would make sense for us to kind of discuss that may help us again to begin to embrace the idea of taking ownership of our own health and potentially modifying behaviors and lifestyles that will allow us to move forward. Yes, these are some of the things we've learned from the cancer care professionals who've joined us here in the program. Mm-hmm. That, indeed, we've talked about so many different uh, elements that, you know, when you when you put it all together, it gives us a, a nice paragraph of things to really work through and understand that potentially may contribute to the dynamic of cancer and the proliferation of it. And I want our listeners to understand we're a couple of laymen talking about this. You certainly have a lot more experience than I do because you've been at the bedside of so many cancer patients. That is correct. This information is not intended to be taken as a diagnosis or a, a physical, uh, literal translation into what uh, one should or should not do, we always encourage everyone to make sure that you consult with your medical physician and those professionals in the healthcare industry that can give you good, specific, and unique direction that is relevant to your healthcare scenario. Scripture is always part of our conversation here in this program each week. And before we get into this topic any deeper, let's turn to the scriptures. Our spiritual nugget for today, Wayne, is Psalms 32. Psalms 32. And we're going to read verses 7 through 8. And it says that you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And of course, that is speaking from the perspective of God speaking to his people of what he will do for us. He will instruct us. But I want to be very clear. In many cases, the instruction of the Lord also comes from other parties and other voices Mm -hmm. that we should heed and be mindful of. And so today we want to have that discussion of instruction that will come from the Lord to guide and give us a sense of direction. And just one more thing, we are going to offer to anyone listening today a free copy of Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. This is a download available right now at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. So uh, as a matter of fact, part of our conversation will flow from this resource today. That is correct. Absolutely, my friend. All right. Let's get started. What are, what are some of the common sense things about cancer prevention we can employ? Well, as we uh, begin, I want to, as a precursor, also say that we're going to be citing some information or references some information from the National Cancer Institute, uh, NIH, uh, cancer.gov, where people can actually go out online and begin to pull some information and resources as well uh, that talks about preventable dynamics and risk factors of cancer. But when we look at this, if, if I could kind of give us a little uh, glossary of categories, some of the things that I think that we want to highlight and touch upon uh, to a lesser or greater degree would be talking about the dynamics of age, mm-hmm. talking about diet and dietary practices, which 
which again we know is a huge modifiable element of of activity that we can begin to really take ownership of with regard to our overall general health. And we've talked about cancer and nutrition on this program many times. We've had a couple of nutritionists on the show. We have uh, several resources uh, on healthhopeandinspiration.com that is specific to uh, dietary practices and etc. We know that diet is a real key component. Uh, obesity, weight management, mm-hmm. again, as as uncomfortable as, as it is for most of us to hear, uh, there are still some things to be understood that we should have some ownership and take control over and begin to think about with regard to weight management. And how about sunlight being exposed to the sun right. and skin cancer? We're much more aware of that now than we used to be, aren't we? And we hopefully we're, uh, we're, we're heeding some of the things that needs to be understood about uh, protecting our skin and, and, and making sure that we uh, do things to have our skin have good health care with regard to cancer and tobacco use. Again, amazing. Uh, I think that you uh, have an interesting story with regard to some of your travels that there's still so many people today who smoke. Yeah, you walk through uh, airports in other parts of the world and it's filled with smoke. And I noticed in uh, in Istanbul, Turkey, going through the airport that the cigarette displays, although they were selling cigarettes, they had a big sign that says smoking kills, mm. but apparently it's not deterring anyone from smoking. So, again, we understand and we should understand and be aware of the fact that, again, tobacco use is still one of the most modifiable uh, behavior patterns that we can embrace and understand to help potentially decrease uh, certainly the types of cancer of lung, throat, tongue, larynx, etc. And then, of course, genetics. Genetics is a, is a huge part of just who we are uh, that comes into play with the potential dynamic of cancer. And there's uh, great technology available to us to help us with understanding the genetic makeup of who we are that may give us insight to cancer and cancer prevention moving forward. Well, we are just getting started here today on this topic of cancer prevention, so I hope you'll stay tuned. But also visit the website even during the conversation today, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Look for that free download, Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. It's available there on the website, no charge, no cost or obligation, Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. Percy McRae is our host. I'm Wayne Shepard. We'll be back with more of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to this week's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. As we talk about cancer prevention, 
And Wayne Shepard with Percy McRae. Percy, you mentioned some risk factors a moment ago. Age was at the top of that list. And and where I want to go with the, the age component is thinking about, I know for me personally, as I am now, uh, progressing and becoming more mature with regard to the years of my old. life. I'm getting old. <laughs> Me and my wife talk about it all the time. And uh, no sympathy here, by no, the way. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But, but but understanding that age is a factor with regard to our health, specific to cancer. One of the modifiable things that we can do is a lifestyle things, exercise, how uh, action, staying active with our physical beings. Of course, as we get older, our bodies really do shift and change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we become a little more stiff, a little more rigid. There are certain things that are happening to us uh, from a muscular skeletal perspective. And so there are things that I think we should understand. And again, staying active. One of the programs that is offered at one of the regional sites at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America is called Motion for Life. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And, and the idea of of it is to 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 change the dynamic of the language of exercise because when you hear the word exercise in in many cases it has a negative connotation in people's mind it sounds hard and laborious and difficult and really exercise is nothing more than uh, creating a mechanism of movement for your body that is beneficial to your body but also has mental and emotional ramifications to it and there are many different avenues of motion for life that we can participate in it can be walking it could be running. It can be stretching. Uh, meditation. There is a meditation component to exercising or having motion to your life. If nothing more than getting in your backyard and, and doing your yard and, and and processing thought and channeling your thoughts uh, in the avenues of, of who God is in your life and what your life is and what it means. So when you connect those dots, we want to con- encourage people, despite getting older or maturing, that there are still some things that we should embrace around motion for life, movement of our bodies, and doing that within the construct of what your limitations are physically, because we all can't do uh, some of the same things that everyone else can do, but we can all do something. Yeah, and we're good at coming up with excuses of why we don't need to go to the gym. Uh, this is a this is a struggle for me, and I had a coach recently tell me that, uh, you know, because I travel so much, mm-hmm. that there are still things that I can do on the road in hotel rooms and other places and it was very helpful and uh, one of the things is I have this I call it a giant rubber band. You know, it just provides some stretching exercises right in the hotel room. Absolutely. And they sell them. It's interesting that you would bring this up, Wayne, because we also use these within our regional hospital sites for patients who have limited mobility. Okay. Absolutely. Because they have bands that have different resistance yes. to them. Yes. So, again, all predicated upon what your physical limitations are, but things that you can do, if nothing else, to create opportunities of movement and and resistance so that you continue to uh, strengthen your 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 movement of your body, your bones, your muscles, and create flexibility and 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 exert some element of activity. Some sort of motion is critical. Uh, I tell people it's interesting when you think about uh, the movie The Wizard of Oz and the Tin Man. Uh, when he got rained upon, he got very stiff and rigid <laughs> because our body is nothing more than a bunch of uh, uh, hinges that require motion and movement. And mm. when they don't move, and when we're not moving them, they get stiff and they 
they get tight and they get rigid. So we need to do something that maintains some sort of mobility and motion, even on the smallest level, will be a value and benefit to us. Well, it's hard to quantify, but we know that good exercise is a, a, a factor in cancer prevention. It's it's a it's a modifiable dynamic that we all can do something about, and we do not have to have a prescription or a doctor's order to actually go out and have motion and movement that potentially helps us to breathe, it helps us to stretch, it helps us to have flexibility that ultimately the body responds favorably to. Another big one is nutrition and diet. Nutrition and diet. We've talked about it a lot here. We've made reference to the fact that uh, with with some of the nutritionists that we've had on the show, we know that nutrition and dietary practices may very well be one of the most modifiable responses and things that we can do right where we are every day. Uh, obviously, uh, we have to work through the dynamic of uh, what we buy at the grocery store, how we prepare what we purchase, what types of things that we purchase and consume. I recall an interview we had with Carolyn Lammersfield here on the show, who is a licensed nutritionist at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And she basically affirmed that what we are eating or what we are not eating, and particularly with plants, may very well be killing us in many cases. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole science to the idea of understanding diet and nutrition. But the key thing here, Wayne, is nutrition is still something we have control over, something that we can do with some uh, adjustments and with some discipline. Because the thing that I want to say about dietary practices that became a revelation for me, dietary practices, the way that we eat and consume food is driven by two dynamics. It is very emotional and it is very cultural. Mm. We typically eat based upon how we are feeling. Mm-hmm. Certain foods make us feel a certain way under certain circumstances. And then we typically eat whether we're conscious of it or not based upon our cultural orientation. Think about all of the cooking shows, all of the restaurants that talk about Mediterranean food and um, uh, Hispanic cuisine, etc., etc. We typically partake of certain dietary meals and etc. based upon our cultural orientation, how we were raised, our background. And so we need to understand that just because it was a cultural tradition does not necessarily mean that it is good for us from a health perspective that may require some modification. And you touched on it briefly, but I know for me, stress makes me hungry, makes me want to eat to reduce stress. And that's bad. Stress. How about when when people are emotionally sad? There are certain types of things that they eat that simply gives them a, a euphoric feeling of feeling better. So again, there's a whole science to this. This is not just random and arbitrary. And the more that we become conscious and aware, of course, again, let me state as a disclaimer, you need to have a good conversation with a uh, licensed and registered dietitian who can help you understand the dynamics and the food groups and portion control, etc., etc. And again, think about all of the uh, PSA shows on TV, particularly on Saturday and Sunday morning, all uh, focused around diet, cooking, uh, food processors, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a big part of our culture and our everyday lifestyle. Whether we want to embrace this or not, food consumes our world and it consumes our life. Yeah, there's both good and bad programs, aren't there? Well, there, there certainly are recommended nutritional approaches floating around to be mindful of, for sure, Wayne. But encouraging one to address modifiable nutritional practices can potentially be beneficial to cancer care and its treatment. But having said that, 
We must also remember to bear in mind that nutrition is just a piece of this puzzle, and there is still much to learn and understand about its overall effectiveness. There are some other risk factors we want to talk about here on the program today as we talk about cancer prevention with Reverend Percy McRae from Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Reducing your risk of cancer is a free download at our website. Uh, There's no cost or obligation. Just go there right now, click on it, download it, print it, use it, share it with others, pass it around. Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. It's available at health, hope, and inspiration.com. Okay, coming up, we'll talk more about some of these risk factors in preventing cancer. So stay with us on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. So glad you're listening today. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our host is Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We're talking about cancer prevention today, and really a lot of this comes from our Journey of Hope, a program that's available to churches, right? Again, the program is is really doing very well. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give some statistics we've never quite given with regard to the the effectiveness of the program. We now are at about 400 plus churches that have actually been trained with the Our Journey of Hope curriculum that we've spoken about. Uh, Somewhere in the neighborhood of about 1,400 people have actually gone through our training sessions uh, at one of our regional locations. And so Our Journey of Hope uh, is is working very well. And we're looking to add another dimension to the Our Journey of Hope program. We affectionately call it OJO 3.0, which really simply (laughs) means that we are expanding the reach and scope of the program. And we're starting now a national and in some cases an international uh, pastors and leaders network where we are now going to provide free resources that will be sent to individuals who will sign up. All they will have to do is go to ourjourneyofhope.com and there's a section on the website that will say join the leaders network where you will get a monthly e-newsletter and relative subjects and topics just like what we're speaking about here that will be emailed and sent out uh, to individuals across the country and the world. I have churches now in Africa, Singapore, and other nations that are asking for more resources who can't come to us we're now going to provide resources to them with also uh, a little slight online uh, curriculum that we're going to offer to people as well who can't physically come to one of our regional sites. That sounds fantastic. Ourjourneyofhope.com, and we'll place a link also at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let's continue talking about cancer prevention today. Well, of course, Wayne, what the show's been dedicated today is talking about 
potential risk factors for cancer and things that potentially we can do to help prevent possibly or offset uh, some of those risk factors as modifiable behaviors. And the next thing that, and you mentioned it actually in the last segment, uh, you touched upon it, which is stress. Stress is just a part of everyday life, right? All of these things are interconnected, aren't they? They really are. When you sit and think about it, they're not necessarily something that we can just pull and isolate one from another because it really speaks to the composite nature of how God created us as human beings. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why I'm very comfortable in using the term holistic. Holistic used to be a really almost a bad word uh, <laughs> within the rank and file of evangelical uh, circles and, and faith-based communities because of its its reference to uh, a new age school of thought. But right. really, if we take the word holistic and just phonetically play with the word whole, we're really talking about the whole person makeup of how God designed and created mankind. He has a mind and a will and emotions that are housed inside of a physical body. And we can't separate them from each other. They are all connected and they all impact and affect one another. So we're talking about that within the context of health and wellness and some of the risk factors when we talk about this from a holistic perspective. Now we're talking about stress because stress is really related to how we process the day-to-day things that push us, if you will, to the edge of what we think mentally, emotionally, and maybe even physically we are capable of doing. We get pushed to a place of fear feeling anxiety, uh, whether it be at work, whether it be at home, our children, our family, everyday life style has an element of stress associated with it. And unmanaged stress, which is the point that we're making now, then becomes a real issue that then potentially plays into the effect of of our health and, and is a modifiable dynamic that also may play into possible cancer. As we said, stress can lead to poor diet. It can lead to obesity. It, they're all interconnected. Yeah. When we talk about that, see, again, how often do we respond to the stress in our life or the issues in our life with how we eat? Then that leads to possible lack of weight management because we're eating things that out of proper proportion is not good for our balance of what our what our weight should be, uh, how we should look at, again, what's happening to our heart, our respiratory, all sorts of different things just because of being obese. As a matter of fact, there are probably three or four of the leading uh, health care concerns in our country that are directly related to obesity. You know, when we talk about heart disease, when we talk about uh, diabetes, and when we talk about cancer, Obesity and dietary practices can be directly related. And as we are often told by our physicians, one of the things they will say to us in many cases, you know, Mr. Johnson, can you go home and lose 10 or 20 pounds? And can you begin to start working on your diet and looking at your weight management? So there's a correlation between the two that we should understand and that we should be mindful of. And so we've got to really look at managing our weight. I know I've been embracing that school of thought over the last year or so. And though I may not look at, I'm technically overweight. And so I've stopped making the excuse because I don't look overweight. That doesn't mean that I'm not overweight. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I don't need to address that. And then the potential health effects into other areas of major sicknesses and diseases is more of a motivation that at the end of the day, I have something to say about and to do about. Yeah. And this can be overwhelming, but we have to keep everything in balance, don't we? Everything ultimately needs to be a balanced approach to what we do mentally, emotionally, and physically. 
The key here is, and so this speaks to, I think, also another risk factor of a state of balance of our of our thought life, how we approach the things of our life. We can be um, we can be out of kilter with any one thing. We can be obsessive over things that ultimately then becomes counterproductive for us. So we need to sit down and have a good, solid evaluation with ourselves, with our healthcare professional, and what is it that we need to put back into balance in our lifestyle, my friend. Well, there's even more that we had time to discuss on the program today in this resource that we're offering to you called Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. It is available on our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. I do want to come back to that scripture reference that you read earlier, though. Absolutely. Our spiritual nugget for the day, again, is Psalms 32, verses 7 and 8, and it says, you, talking about God, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Verse 8. I will, saying God, instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. This scripture is telling us that we can hide in God, but we can't hide from the realities of our circumstances and that God will teach and instruct us. And in many cases, God will use the voice of other principles and dynamics that will be there to give us good information that will allow us to make good, healthy lifestyle changes and have balance in our lives. A great follow-up to the program today would be to download this free resource, Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. Uh, Any limitations on how many copies can be printed when you download it? No, not at all. All we would ask of you is to just uh, give us a way to basically send you that information and allow you to get that uh, on any given day. Uh, And then once you do that, you can download that information. You can have access to it. And there will be a, a plethora of other things that will be available that you will be able to utilize and share with family and friends at your disposal as much as you'd like. And let us know how you use it. Reducing your risk of cancer. Download it right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Hey, our time is gone. Percy, thank you. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Thanks for listening. Blessings. Health Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.